0: Are we starting? Are we doing this? Are you sure? Okay, let's go,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Reject the Regular. My name is Angel, and I'm Jen. And today we are dealing with self-doubt. Yeah. And this is a this is a big one. I think a lot of people kind of go through a lot of doubt in their lives and in their in their head.
2: Yeah.
1: So let's start off. I've always, always been a shy kid, mm-hmm. and I knew that about myself, I was quiet, and a lot of that was like I had low, I guess, self-confidence?
0: I guess, yeah. Did you I have guess low I self-confidence? I'm not like low ass. self-esteem?
1: I don't know. The words mean something different. It's probably low self-esteem. I don't know.
0: Did you not feel, like, did you not like yourself as a person?
1: I think I always compared myself to others and thought I could be better.
0: Okay. Well, maybe it's like, I think it's low self-confidence then. Self esteem is like you don't, you look at your mirror and you hate yourself.
1: Oh, no, no, never hated myself.
0: Okay. So,
1: yeah, it's a little self confidence, I guess. But that was filled with a lot of self doubt.
2: Mm. And so, a
1: lot of the quiet thing was, uh, I didn't think people wanted to hear me type of stuff. Like,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. what are are my ideas? So, it took me a long time to get over that and actually through it. And, uh, like, now I'm on a podcast and now I'm talking about stuff. (laughs) But I know when I deal with self doubt, It comes across and I actually stop making a lot of decisions and I try to, I tend to defer them to people. Mm. So, and it comes from, I think I don't want to be wrong or I don't want to make a mistake. So like even now, or like growing up, I would wait for my parents or my mom to make a decision or my job, like I was asking the boss, like what should I do this, what should I do this? Instead of taking initiative, Mm. which is one of those skills, or even now, like to you, If I'm having a lot of self-doubt, I will put decisions on you where it's like, I want you to decide so that Mm -hmm. if it's the wrong decision, I don't have to, it's not me. Like I don't have to feel like a failure type of thing.
0: Mm. Is that why I have to make a lot of decisions?
1: Well, no. Well, like in the past couple of weeks, because we were going through this whole quarantine thing and we were back into the level three mindset. And that's kind of like what came back up for me was that a lot of self-doubt again. So more recently, the self doubt kind of came up when uh, you were going through like your funk, mm-hmm. and it felt like I couldn't help you. Mm. And then I tried to help you, and it, like it kind of blew up. Like you got more angry. I helped me. And First so that- of all,
0: let's say how you helped me, so I don't sound like the jerk. <laughs> how did you help me, Angel? I brought you donuts. You brought me donuts during the quarantine.
1: Yeah, like a loving husband.
0: No. I'm trying not to gain weight. You're like, here's two dozen donuts.
1: They weren't all for you. We were family also.
0: <laughs> That's a lot of donuts for four people.
1: The point is, you got pissed off. <laughs> and it's like, crap, I don't, I don't know how to help you. Mm-hmm. And so instead of trying to make things worse, I went into that mode of, I don't want to screw things up anymore. And then it was like, I think a week or two where I was giving you all the decisions. And I don't know if you knew or not. But mm-hmm. I know that you complained about it. like um, Because I know I wasn't liking how I would do things that way. Like, I don't like it that way. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't either. Because there was even things about, like, when should we go to the store? Like, those sort of things where it's, like, giving you the, the last say on it type of thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that comes from the self-doubt. And so it was even more recently where it's, like, okay, I'm just going to be more selfish for me. And it works out better that way. Like, I'm able to start driving my life in and you can go along with it. And I think you actually like it better that way too, where just make a decision and be willing to screw it up. Yeah. But that's where like when that self-doubt comes in, I will defer it. Like well, often it's you because like, I mean, there's only us here. <laughs> we're quarantined right now. Yeah. But, but for me, that's what happens when I have a lot of the self-doubt.
0: Interesting. Yeah. We're, we're totally different. That's, uh-huh. a, that's a good thing. I know for me, um, when I deal with my self-doubt, the root of it comes from when I was a kid. I don't know how many of you were told this, but like kids were to be there and not speak. Like you just minded your own business Mm -hmm. during grown-up time and you did not speak unless spoken to. Was the exact words that was said to me as growing up? It's supposed
1: to be seen, not
2: heard.
0: Yeah, there we go. I couldn't think of it. Seen not heard and so I used to just, you know, when they would have dinner at a restaurant with a bunch of grown-ups Playing my own games doing drawing doing whatever and i got really good now I wasn't shy as you because I uh, was always on stage or doing stuff. I was uh, a pastor's granddaughter So I could not be shy. I didn't have that luxury. I had to be outgoing and you know doing stuff So I didn't have that but I never felt natural at it like it felt forced into doing stuff for others just mm-hmm. to make them feel better. So I always felt like that imposter syndrome. Like I was never being me. I was always playing a part in my life. I was just playing the Jennifer role pretty mm-hmm. much. And so self-doubt came from feeling that being myself was not enough. It should not happen. You need to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so I know one thing was that I didn't know who I was for the longest time. I want to say for at least 24 years, until I was 24, 23, did I not even, did I not really know. I want to say 24, I think, when I had left my job and moved on into another role, a stay-at-home mom, I started kind of dealing with some emotions and just processing it in a not healthy way, but just still processing it and finding out who I was. And it took a long time because I did not, I was always playing a role in my life. I never really played who I really was. Mm -hmm. So I did feel that imposter syndrome. And then on top of it, during that time, I started comparing myself to others, like comparing myself as a mom, comparing myself as a daughter, as a wife. I was married by then and comparison, just comparison overall Social media wasn't even that big yet, but it was just starting. So then you were starting to compare yourself that way a little bit. Yeah. And just starting to not feel like I knew enough, I did enough, or anything like that. And self-doubt started coming in.
1: So does does it stop you from doing anything, or did it?
0: Um yeah you know what i i don't want to do this anymore but i was really involved in makeup as you know and i watched youtube when you used to only be able to post 10 minutes at a time
1: way back in the day
0: way back in the day i don't even know how long ago that was and the first subscriber the first person i don't even know if was subscribed but the first person i watched was called dulce candy and she did makeup and i loved it and i used to buy the products she had i learned i started learning makeup and i thought I used to practice and be like, I could be a YouTuber, but I didn't have the confidence or the um, thinking I had the ability of doing it. Which none of those girls did. They just kind of learned right. themselves. If you go way back in the day, um, they kind of just learned as they went.
1: Well, it's funny because people did go to you for makeup stuff, like for
0: mm-hmm. yeah. guess, tips and stuff, because you did know it. I did know. I learned. I embraced it. I loved it, but I just didn't have the confidence at all to feel like I could be a. Uh, makeup youtuber like that and not even just to be the youtuber that it is today just to put myself out there on camera like that was scary so it wasn't about getting makeup deals or getting free makeup it was just putting yourself out there on social media
1: yeah it's funny now we're we're leaning towards making some videos too yeah and that still creeps back up of like the camera shyness Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people i don't know i don't know if a lot of people deal with that it seems like being a performer or like putting yourself on the internet and that kind of thing has been really popularized now. Like you see it all the time. People are all over TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, recording themselves, sharing their lives and stuff.
0: Yeah. I don't mind it now. Like we've done a video and it wasn't that bad as I thought it was. And it's like podcasting. It was hard in the beginning as well. Mm -hmm. But once you kind of start doing it, it gets a little bit easier each time.
1: So what else can we do to, I guess, get over the self doubt?
0: To get over the self-doubt, I think you have to just start doing something. So for me, I ended up going into the cookie world. We've talked about this a few times. And uh, if you see my first cookies, I have to go get them on the other computer. I keep saying I'm going to post them, and I still haven't posted them. Uh, the first cookies I did to like the last ones, which was the office, I think, um totally different totally different things Mm -hmm. but what happened was with the cookies i didn't put pressure to sell them or anything like that i just started learning to make them it was just became a hobby and i would start giving them out for free so instead and i would start learning like that's how i learned so instead of putting a price tag which now i have a price tag now i'm comfortable with saying how much my cookies are and this is the price and Mm -hmm. so forth and as i keep getting better i'll raise my prices but back then i wasn't confident charging i wasn't confident even saying i made them or i'm starting to my business of cookies so then i would just give them out for free and then people would ask if i did make them and i would say yes and that's how i started doing orders and everything like that so i just started small where giving something for free and not making it a big deal or putting myself out there in social media just just starting
1: yeah i think the weight that we put on things like that adds a lot to the I guess a procrastination or hesitation to even do anything like that
0: yeah it's, like i know
1: if we came across even this podcast if we're like we're gonna start this podcast we're gonna make some money on it or like do all this thing or make it we never do it right and it doesn't feel right and it's a lot of pressure and it's like then you're kind of worried about the right words
0: but it stops being fun as well and we already have our other company that we put a lot of work on and we have to strive so it's like to add more stress it just makes me want to shut down i'm like no i it's overwhelming of how many big steps there could be where if we're just sitting here talking to one another and then i edit it and throw it up and not i, I don't expect anything from it i have no expectations it's just fine I, I like what we do right now and stuff and we are growing i mean we're making it different but we're making it fun for us what we want to do
1: and so what's come out of that is that once you start doing things that you were uncomfortable with like this podcast mm-hmm. then it's easier now we're on our I don't know how many episodes we're into, but like, but now it's easier even just talking. Where I remember we were so nervous in the beginning and had that yeah. that imposter syndrome of like, why would anybody even listen to
0: us? Exactly.
1: And so now it's it's better. So I think I think you're right. Just doing it, you start getting over it. Mm-hmm. I know for me, uh, kind of along the same lines of of doing stuff is kind of like a self integrity type of thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like if I tell myself I'm going to do something
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I do it, it's like a internal win, and it doesn't have to be anything big. It, it might even just be like. I'm going to wake up at 5 tomorrow. And if I get up at 5, I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'll keep a list of, of, like, maybe three things a day that I'm going to do. Yeah. And so, when I do them, I feel better about myself. Like, it's just like a, like, yeah, I'm in control of my life. I said I'm going to do these things, and I did them. And they don't even have to be hard things. Like, And it's actually better if they, they're not hard
0: things. I agree.
1: And then the other lesson I learned on that is that don't put too much on that list because... When you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, it has the opposite effect. You start increasing that self-doubt. You start, I guess, not even trusting yourself. Where yeah. It's like, I won't tell myself I'm going to go work out at the gym if I might not do it. But if I'm going to go, then I write it down and I'm going to do it.
0: So don't write anything down that is a might.
1: Yeah, but if I don't actually plan on doing it, I won't write it down.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So then you don't have to feel guilty of not doing something. Pretty much, yeah. And then the third one is to embrace judgment. And I know that sounds like I don't want to be judged. I don't want to do anything. But you're going to be judged in whatever you do. That's, well, that's
1: where a lot of the self doubt comes from is, the, um, I guess, thinking about how others are going to see you or how they're going to think about you or how they're going to judge you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of things have stopped me because of that. So I understand that feeling of not wanting to come off wrong or not wanting to be misunderstood or somebody just not liking you for no reason but that's going to happen whether you do what you want to do or don't do what you do want to do i mean in life people judge period
1: and so i went through a lot of my i guess younger years trying to avoid judgment like at all costs like try not to do anything wrong yeah and because of that i didn't do anything outstanding
0: i didn't do that at all i spoke my mind constantly i have people that tell me things that i said like 10 years ago
2: Mm -hmm.
0: i didn't know that i said that i'm pretty sure i pissed off a lot of people (laughs) so i've had a long time of judgment on me so this is like something that i know is hard it's really hard because you're just you're just like there's no win
1: Yeah. So, what? But you were a lot. I feel like you were more confident then about saying stuff out loud. Yeah. Well like I wasn't. Mm
0: -hmm. So like
1: I would try to avoid the judgment, and then so now, I actually use it as a, as like a trigger, like a a win trigger, where I know, I know I'm different and doing something right if people are judging me because before I wasn't doing anything amazing at all.
2: Mm, Where now,
1: now I'm. I tell everybody I'm going to be a millionaire, like all these kind of things, like my life's going to be awesome, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and to be able to do amazing things. I'm gonna ruffle feathers or piss people off or people are just aren't gonna agree with me. Yeah. And we're that's not how I used to act. So now it's like I'm waiting for haters. Because like I it's almost like I need to piss people off. And I'm not trying to like I'm not gonna go just like be a dick to people, but I'm gonna do the things that I believe in, like actually take a stance and be vocal about things. Yeah. And that's where like the haters and people will come in and start judging you.
0: Yeah, I know. Like I'm I'm the type of person that will speak my mind and that is what it is. For me but I know that judgment is still harsh that feeling like this is just how I feel or this is just what I believe in or this is who I am and they may never understand and you just have to understand that you don't have it's okay it's okay if somebody doesn't understand who you are but that doesn't mean that you should stop trying to be who you are Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I think that's the biggest thing is that once you stop trying to be who you are then you're letting them win
1: i like the johnny dumas quote where he said that nobody who is ahead of you will ever judge you for what you're doing yeah and so i, I take that in business a lot of it where it's like you're going to go through struggles people are going to recognize what you're going through but you'll get a lot more judgment from people who are not there yet or
0: at, at with you yeah, I mean, I think in the business world, which is interesting that you brought that up, I feel where we are at in our little circle, we've had a lot of helpful people, not judgment, not competing, anything like that, no comparison, which has been really nice in that world. And I've kind of like, I want a little bit of that in my personal life. And we have, now we have them as friends and we're growing with them. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting how you when you find the right people that are supposed to be in your circle, there's not gonna be that. There's just gonna be support and mad love, I've realized. Because I didn't think that was possible. I thought that was like stupid. I thought everything was cynical and sarcastic in my life. And I've learned that is not the case for everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a, a it's still a really popular thing. People are very cynical, putting each other down type of thing, and I like, guess yeah. humor. And I still do it, but but I don't like to live that way. Yeah. And I don't do it as much. I'm actually more encouraging now to other people about like pushing them forward and not like just taking a dump on their dreams and stuff.
0: We're trying. We're working. That's still something we're working on. Sarcastic just runs in my blood. (laughs) But I know we definitely don't want to put somebody down or feel like they're being judged though if they're working on something they truly love. And we have done better in just supporting dreams even if they don't sound like, like what? What What are you trying to do? Like maybe they're trying. I don't know. I don't know. Something crazy. I don't
1: even think it has to be something that they love. I'm I'm cool with supporting people just trying something new. Oh well, yeah. Like I like I like I love it when people get fired, <laughs> because <laughs> usually when they get fired, they didn't like that job in the first place. You hear them complaining about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, now I like now I like oh, try something new. I'm a lot more encouraging now on that.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, for me, it's more like. Trying something new, and then you find your path. You find what you love. And if you haven't listened to our podcast of "Find Find Your Passion," I think it's called, but it's not really about finding your passion. Spoiler alert! Uh, you will understand a little bit about that. Like you just start kind of finding what you like to do, what you want to do, what you enjoy to do. And this is something we enjoy to do: is podcasting. Even if people don't agree with us, or they agree with you and not me, or me and not you. You know, it's just kind of, we're doing it for us, just marking what we've been up to.
1: Documenting your journey? Yeah, there we go.
0: (laughs) Just documenting our journey of what we've been going through and what we are going to go through and all the exciting stuff that we have Yeah, so far,
1: so far not a lot of judgment, which is cool.
0: Yeah, I know. So if you
1: guys want to pass some good judgment on on Instagram, that'd be nice. We're still in our early stages. We're not ready for all the haters yet. We're still starting.
0: (laughs) You're not ready all right, guys, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Reject the regular for the haters that want to tell Angel something. But until then,
1: dream big and take action.
0: Bye.